I'm sort of a master of distraction. And welcome back to Distraction, Distraction, not Destruction, maybe a new name. <laughs> Destruction means like we're just like in the dumps, I guess. But um, we welcome episode 55, Double Nickels, and that's parentheses Marky time. We welcome on a brand new guest. Um, he is Mark. He's also our commissioner. So I think he already has a kind of built-in nickname as the commish. So uh, welcome in, commish, to uh, our, our show. Please, please call me Dr. Commissioner. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I can do that. So, welcome on. We always love having first-time guests. We try to diversify ourselves and get as many people on as we can. We also do love our repeat guests, but they, you know, we want to do new stuff sometimes. So, welcome on. Um, we already described this episode as a short episode. We're going to run through it, get back to watching the Cubs and Cardinals, watch the Blackhawks tonight. Got a lot of fun stuff to do tonight. So um, that makes it simple. So what our topics are, or our main discussion is, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, scores under 50% are favorite movies. So kind of like the most underrated critic movies that make it suck but are good. So we got that. We have a little bit of news, uh, Space Jam and LeBron James, and kind of what we've been watching. So we will start off with Mark, our, our guest for the first time. Uh, how you've been during the quarantine? Um, it's kind of, you know, getting deeper into there. And uh, what have you been watching to keep yourself sane during this time? Oh, man. Well, I've been, I've been you know, pretty good, all things considered. Thanks for asking, Tim. Absolutely. Um, really enough, by the way. What's that? Jordan didn't ask how you've been doing, so no, I don't I'm care. Favorite coast. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate I appreciate the honesty on this show. We're doing a little good pet, good cop, bad cop. In case you didn't know, yeah. <laughs> oh man, so intimidated. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to be here, guys. Um, things that I've been watching in quarantine. Um, well, I'll give you I'll give you what what I'm watching currently. Um, okay, so the most exciting answer I have for this is guys. Season five of The Wire. I've had it. Ooh. You know, you're going to make fun of me for this. I've had it on hold at the at the library for like the last six months. <laughs> and and finally, my my name was finally called, and I picked that up. And I don't know if you guys are are fans of The Wire, but season four is just the best. And I plowed through that and was just so ready for season five. And I've been on like this six month hiatus. So The Wire is back in my life. Season five is back. McNulty is back to his crazy ways. It's it's a really exciting time in my house. I'm I'm way more fascinated with the library thing more than the actual wire thing. So, like, why don't you just like bug someone and get an HBO login? Like, you just waited for the library. You used to have mine. Yeah, exactly. And I don't have yours anymore. Steal Kyle's. No, even Mark did. Oh, Mark did. (laughs) But I'm saying like. That's a going to the library movie is a very cool move. Um, how long did it take you to get the season five? Well, you know, I'll answer. I'll answer your first question first. There, Dillion. Um, the reason why uh, it mostly comes down to to pride. I, uh, <laughs> I, I really wanted to stop being a, a mooch, and I still I still move my ass off. But at a certain <laughs> point in time, there's only so many times I can ask I can ask Jordan for his for his, his latest and greatest password. Yeah. Um, That's and, fair. 
Hey, Tim Dillon, funny, funny aside, maybe, um, at one point in time, I was using like Kyle Osborne's login for, for something or another to watch sports. It's got to be ESPN. I think everybody had Kyle's ESPN login. Okay. There you go. There you go. That was a, that was a fun time in in, in my life. Um, so how much, how long did it take for the library? Like, like six months, man. I wasn't exaggerating. It was, it's, you know, was, was it, I think when I started it, I was, um, like the 50th hold on, on four copies. And now that the Chicago public library doesn't have like uh, late fees, people just hold on to shit forever. And uh, so it just, it just took so long for me to get my name called. Well, good for that person for returning it. You know, he probably forgot about it. He's like, Hey, I'll be a good guy to return it. I'll tell you one thing I did with the library that I loved doing in college. At least I never bought books. I would always just rent them out at the library when I needed to do an assignment. And um, sometimes the book would be rented out. So I just sit in the library and wait for a book to be returned and this kind of this hold off like a waiting list kind of thing for like a couple hours until the book comes uh, free. So that's how I save money on books in college sometimes. So, yeah, good for libraries. They're good pretty for cool. libraries. I hear you. Yeah. So are you going to put your name in for season six already now? Like just so you can get ahead of it? Dude, there's no there's no season six, Tim. What are you? <laughs> oh, not? I thought you hosted a TV podcast. <laughs> well, uh, you fooled me in that one. <laughs> it's more trash TV, if you want to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I've I've uh, and I have HBO, and I still don't really watch it. So that's a uh, shame on me. So I've never seen The Wire more. either. Like it was one of those shows um, that I always meant to get into, and for some reason I was like, all right, this is the show I'm gonna watch when I work out. And then after two episodes, I'm like, this is a really dumb show to watch while working out. <laughs> it's way too intense. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. We didn't do a good job. We like, said it's going to be the shortest episode, but we talked about The Wire and, and libraries for already. So uh, let's move on to number two, what's on Mark's list. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good. Keep us on time. Um, Jack Ryan. Uh, I was late to the to the, to the the Jack Ryan game. That's uh, I think we're watching that on, on Amazon Prime. And... And season one, like breezed through that, really enjoyed it. And like a few episodes into season two, and I think season two might be better than season one so far. And this is Jim Halpert, right? This is Jim Halpert. Okay, that's what I thought. So is it weird seeing Jim Halpert in a serious role at all, or is it pretty normal for you? Like, does he do a good enough job to really separate himself from the character? No, I think I think for sure. I, I definitely he's always going to be he's always going to be Jim Halpert. You yeah. know, sometimes I'll like do a hybrid, and he's Jim Ryan. Um, but like, he's always going to be, he's always going to be Jim, but he's done enough like serious stuff. Um, he was, you know, he's done like a handful of, of like military war mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Um, sorry guys, Jordan, you'll have to edit out the, uh, the sirens going by. Oh, I didn't um, even hear him, but thanks for calling for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, I, I totally, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge Krasinski fan. Um, I think, I think his good looks can allow him to do any role. I'm not caught up with the Jim Halper playing a, playing a serious role. I think he kills it. Nice. Good. I love to hear that. And then, um, it's at, that's on Amazon prime. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, then I'll let you guess since we are doing rotten tomatoes later, what do you think it is a rot on rotten tomato score for Jack Ryan? Give me the guess. Do they do do they do Rotten Tomato scores for? Oh yeah. For, oh I my. God. <laughs> um, I would say I, I feel like people people generally like it, and it's decently well done. Like low eighties, eighty two. Close enough, seventy one percent. Well, like IMDb gave it an eight point one, TV.com gave it an eight point two out of ten. So all over the place. But like we'll learn le- later in the Rotten Tomatoes game, scores are all over the place all the time. So should be interesting to see. But uh, Jordan, have you seen Jack Ryan? 
They've not meant to, haven't. Oh man, I thought I thought for sure one of you guys would be all over that. I think it was Amazon, like super popular when it first came out. Amazon shows are ones that I struggled to get to, except for the boys. Yeah, I go out of my way for that. <laughs> but yeah, fair. I, I like that choice, and it's good to hear new shows on our, on our on our show to kind of see what's going on anyway. So, thank you for bringing this to us, Mark. I mean, I mean, Doctor Kamesh. <laughs> show some respect. Yeah, all right. <laughs> We got we got one more on your list. So what what's uh, kind of been on top of the list as well for? So this is I don't man like I have spoken so much about about this show recently. Like I recommend it to to everybody, but I, I haven't even watched it um, like synchronously. I've have, I've never watched it in order. It's a show that um, that Caitlin, uh, my my wife, has oh, wow. has has gotten into. Um, the, the Good Place. Yeah. Um, oh. And, and, it's just, it's the best. And every time I like, you know, she has it on and I sit down to watch it, I'm so into it. And oh, you got to watch it in, in order. Oh, man. You're, no, I think I might have it all up. I think I kind of messed it up, Jordan. This is a very <laughs> pro Good Place podcast. That was actually our, uh, our swearing rules for a while. Yeah. What the fork and oh, all that stuff. Uh, the show is just, is the best. Like, it's what funny. Season? But what's that? What season are you on? I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't even tell you. Oh. Um, I think it's one of the better first seasons I've ever watched a show, just based on everything that happened in that first season. Like that, that's what kind of got me hooked. Like all the scenes are good after that, but that season one of the show was just like electric for me from uh, start to finish. And they do a very good job of continuing that level of uh, creativity throughout all of it, yeah. without spoiling so, things. So yeah, and like, and I have friends that rewatch it all the time now. But it is good for a first time to watch it to go from season one, episode one, to finish the full season right in a row. So if you can do that, go back and do it. You'll not be disappointed. You know, they should they should make that clear at the start of a show that you <laughs> encourage you to watch it in order. <laughs> That's very fair. In order, who would have thought of that? <laughs> Well, no, that no, that's yeah. That that good place is always welcomed in uh, the distraction uh, household. So uh, we'll move on to Jordan, and because he is a lot more than I've been watching. So what has been on your list as of this week? I'm guessing your list is just sports again. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm really <laughs> I mean, it is good that I'm watching sports again. It's lovely, but I feel I'm letting the podcast down a little bit. You're fine. All right, so I'm going to take your uh, what you've been watching. So I'll get to um, quickly. I watched American Pickle. With Seth Rogen, it's okay. You watch yeah. the trailer, you get it. That's pretty much it. Um, Ted Lasso, by the way, went into it with extremely low expectations and went, this is pretty enjoyable. I am going to keep watching. So there's three episodes out right now on Apple TV+. And... Go watch it. Yeah. I mean, so I was, like, looking up online. I'm like, am I the only one? Like, this is kind of weird. Like, maybe my expectations were so low. And the first thing I found when I was Googling it was an article by The Ringer with the headline, How on Earth is Ted Lasso Actually Good? <laughs> I, I believe it's going to be good. I mean, I, I mean, I have a low standard of TV, but... In general, like I just thought Jason Sudeikis, I like him a lot and sports and the mixture of what it, he did in those commercials, whatever it was, thought it was good too. And they made it work. So good for them. Yeah. And it does follow a lot of um, cookie cutter, been there, done that. But um, it is a very good. It's just one of those like positive shows where you just feel good about when you're watching it. You're just like, this is nice, a nice positive watch. 
can appreciate that. Kind of like uh, Shit's Creek. Any, any interest, Mark, in Ted Lasso? Have you ever, have you ever heard of it? Um, nope. <laughs> but um, I, it's Jordan has me excited. Nice. There we go. That's all I needed to hear. So, Jordan, <laughs> you get to you get to steal mine, Jordan. So, what are you gonna say that you've been watching for me? I already said two. Oh, no, you did both. That was two, right? Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I just kind of skipped past whatever you were that watching was, the game. Uh, yeah, my TV turned off and on back on. It's my it's a whole thing with my TV. It's not good. Um. So yeah, we'll move we'll move on to the news and our short news this week, so we can kind of move forward. Get the Blackhawks, get the Cubs. Like I said, Jordan's a Cardinals fan. I'm a Cubs fan. He sucks. We know it. Cubs are winning one nothing. So Jordan, news. And now it's time for news. Of course, no one can see this news program, so it doesn't really matter what we say. And we're not talking about Huey Lewis in the news. But I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. We're talking about facts. You can't handle the truth. Okay, so for news, we're going to keep it very short this week. First is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles uh, is getting a remake starring Kevin Hart and Will Smith. Uh, second piece of news is the first look at the new Space Jam jerseys for Space Jam 2 starring LeBron James. Tim, any reactions? Mm, yes, I do have reactions. So mm, Really? Um, yeah, of course. So I guess we'll start with the sports because I'm the sports guy. Yeah, this this last couple of weeks, um, everyone, a lot of people are hating on the jerseys. Um, even first look of the spa- new Space Jam jerseys with LeBron James uh, threw me off for a second. We looked at them. I thought they're actually pretty nice. They're like a a teal blue old like color with the Space Jam like red logo on the, the side of it. Obviously, you can look it up on Twitter or Instagram. It's all over the place now, but I think it'll look good. I think, you know, it'll be a clean, fresh look for all, like, for Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. They're all going to like the jerseys. Mark, anything from the news? Well, I just, I'd like to comment on the, uh, on the jerseys, if that's okay. Uh, no. <laughs> that's what we're here for. <laughs> I also think that, yeah. cop. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also think that Daffy Duck is going to be in favor of these jerseys. Um, <laughs> Tim, my initial reaction was uh, they look like they're kind of you know they, when the NBA does their does their like city edition and all these all these teams have these really bright you know colors and oh, so yeah. just get pulled off like the Miami the Miami city edition jerseys are so cool. I think these are kind of like the Space Jam like city edition. I think I actually really like them. Yeah, it reminded me like of like nineteen or like an old school All Star Game jersey slash like City Edition jersey put together. So uh, yeah, I'm in favor of. Them. I think they'll you know you look good, play good. So I think Space Jam is a good shot of uh, winning it all when it comes to their time to play. Whoever they might match up, up you know in that first round matchup, whoever they got to play. So we'll see. But um, I obviously want to we want to still comment on planes, trains, and automobiles. So let's have Jordan do that. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about this. I don't care. Okay. Well, I, I will. I'll no, say the I, boomers. I was quoting you, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I thought the boomers would be pretty mad at this. I think Planes, Drains, and Automobiles is a classic, like old person favorite movie, and I think remaking something like that is always tough to do. It's always going to not live up to the expectations of a movie that's so highly rated for um, people. I don't know what Rotten Tomato score is for that one, but um, but Kevin Hart and Will Smith, I think it's in good hands. I think they're going to nail this. I love Kevin Hart so. Yeah, I mean, you're doing a road trip comedy with two people that are mismatched. It's been there, done that. There's a lot of them since um, 
since this has happened. So I don't think it's anything bad of just stealing the title. Basically, the premise is done a hundred times. One, the one thing I'm worried about, though, when was the last time Will Smith made a good movie? Aladdin. Okay, that's fair. Wow, pretty, 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 pretty <laughs> job. Got me. Got me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> full on me. And then Kevin Hart, uh, really quick, I just to mention, he's he has a new Quibi show called Die Hard coming out soon, I think, too. So he's busy. Yeah, but that takes like two minutes. Well, I mean, it's still a lot of filming. A, a commercial, a, if you film in a commercial, you're not there for a half an hour and you're I done. I know like, that. But uh, yeah, Melisandre is in it from Game of Thrones. Milis- oh, really? Mrs. Sande. And who no. is, is it John Travolta is the old action star? Uh, No, it's, yeah. it's Yeah. Yeah. I want okay. to say Bruce Willis, but it's pretty John Travolta, yeah. Yeah. So Paul that Hill. means they couldn't get Bruce Willis. That's all for news. Welcome back to distraction we are here for our main discussion and we have already confused jordan he does not know what's going on um which is not that weird because we i think every week we have some kind of tussle with our main discussion um we are doing rotten tomatoes uh critic score under 50 percent, but our favorite movies from that list so something critics probably rated low maybe in the 20s or 30s but you liked it a lot you can pick that movie. So that's what we're kind of going off of. So obviously we might all, all have different choices. We'll see, but um, critics are not always right. We've learned that. So Jordan and Mark, either one of you, do you take, like before you watch the movie, do you look up the score before you watch it and say, oh, I'm going to watch this or not watch it because of the rating? Or do you just watch a movie just straight up, don't care what the rating is? I think if I was already dead set, I'm like, I'm going to go see this movie. I'm probably not going to look up the Rotten Tomatoes score. But if I'm, you know, sitting around like, yeah, I don't know if I'm, this is worth going to the theater for, or worth turning on tonight, I will look up like Rotten Tomatoes. Mark, what about you? Nope, I I would never look up a Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do it to myself sometimes here and there, like when I don't hear a lot about a movie, but I want to say, like, okay, what is the people saying? Because it's like going to a restaurant and using Yelp really quick, like same same kind of concept. You might not go there if you see a bad yelp rating so it's the same thing i'll i'll do it here here and there but once like you said sometimes you say screw the rate the rating i want to watch it anyway so i did also look up a couple of things i looked up how to become a rotten tomatoes critic um for the thing it's a lot of work i didn't know it's that much work it is something <laughs> you, you can have a podcast and do it but you need like uh, another video site with thirty thousand viewers um you need to have like a certain uh, you got to do a lot of stuff. Podcast four times a month. We do that. So we're golden on that. But we need like a, the dedication of viewers has got to be like, we need like 150,000 more viewers and we'll be good to go. <laughs> That's it. Then I also looked up the key values of what you need to be a critic or like what you look for in a movie. So they say insight, audience, quality, and dedication. Do I have to go in more detail on this probably but i'm not going to so um <laughs> you know so our, we're going to do a snake draft with this just pick our favorite movies under 50 percent or under that you still like and think are the top of your list of movies so so here's my caveat with my confusion of the 50 yes. percent yeah when you no. look up we don't have to do it we're gonna go by 50 because that's what that's what we said the tomato meter lists anything under 60 percent as rotten so that's why i got confused just clarifying the air. 
Gotcha. So, like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, something could be rotten at 60, but that's, like, kind of the area you pick off the rotten stuff, you can still eat it. Like, 50% or blower, <laughs> you got to throw it away. So, that's kind of where we're at. So, Mark, you get to go first in this draft, and that's uh, tell us the movie you're picking, and then also, if you can, if you know it, tell us the rating that got um, the critic score on Rotten Tomato. Oh, okay. I, um, I'm going to go first. Oh, my gosh, you guys are toast because I've got the winner <laughs> Uh, on my list this is a snake uh, draft there mark that's a, that's okay jordan this is such a good first pick you don't stand a chance after this one all right oh yeah i'm gonna go with mcgruber as my first overall yep that's crossing off one of my list already yeah um so the tomato meter or tomatometer had it at a 48 percent uh the audience score was at a 35 percent and the Marky score is a hundred percent because that movie. <laughs> yeah, I I love Will Forte, and I think we all love this movie. That's our whole listening group loves this movie. The weird part that got me was the critic score was higher than the audience score. I thought this audience score would be more than seventies or eighties, just based on kind of just the general population. I don't know. And critics probably thought of it as a dumber movie, but this movie is absolutely hilarious. You can rewatch this anytime. Yeah, Tim, that's really interesting. I feel like it's the only movie on my list where the audience score was later lower than the tomato meter. Yeah, I just I don't understand that. Jordan, do you get that at all for this movie in general? Um, yeah, because I living with somebody who hates that movie, I could <laughs> see why a general audience doesn't get the humor. But a critic in there kind of knows what Will Forte is going for. Okay, and maybe Claire- appreciates that a little bit more. Claire might be a little young for that humor, Jordan. That's yeah, she didn't one. get it, but, you know. <laughs> no, I, I like that first pick. Um, and we'll have producer Tim write out the picks, maybe. I don't know if he will, but we'll just say that out loud so he thinks about it. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go, and you guys are toast as well, because I got a great pick as well. Um, I have a couple great choices, but I'm going to do this one first. And it is Super Troopers. Super Troopers is a fantastically funny movie. It's one of the most easy will- it's one of the best TV movies of all time. It pops up on Comedy Central. I watch the whole thing over and over again. Um, just a generally funny. I haven't seen Super Troopers 2. I kind of refuse to because I'm scared to just ruin it for me. But uh, Super Troopers, the first one, so many things about that movie to make it great. And, uh, yeah, that's my pick. Okay. Well, you guys are screwed. Oh, wait. Let me tell you. Let me tell you my. It's a 35% from critics. And then it's a 90% on uh, audience score. So the difference between audience and critics in this one is hugely uh, masked over. So the audience knows what we're talking about here. Uh, Super Troopers, the bee's knees. And it's my highest highest audience score that I have for any of the movies on my list. Good choice, Tim. Do yourself a favor and watch watch the second one. it, It does it for me. Okay. I love that. I love to hear that. I really haven't heard anything about it. It kind of snuck under the radar when it came out, I felt like. So uh, I'm glad to hear it wasn't a disappointment, though. So I almost felt like we were cheating when we're just picking comedies because there were so many great comedies that are under 50%. Yes, uh, it is a lot of comedies, but I agree. I have a couple on my list that are not. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and knock off uh, Big Daddy. Thank you very much. Um, Adam Sandler's finest movie, Big Daddy. Uh, of course, somehow rated a 39% by critics, uh, but it has a nice, lovely 74% by audience. Yes. Um, everybody's seen Big Daddy. I don't need to tell you how great it is. Um, after that, I don't know if you guys are going to accept this. Will you accept a 
Like yes, right on the line. Yeah, we said we said fifty or below. Okay. So, so I got Shallow Hell. Oh, Shallow Hell. I like that movie. <laughs> What's the audience score in that? Do you know? Uh, only five percent lower. So okay. it's got uh, a fifty yeah. and a forty-five. All right, I should have taken the audience score and realized there wasn't a lot of competition there. So I might have reached, but I thought it's one of Jack Black's better movies. Um, I like it. Sue me. Uh, yeah, second pick is a bold take at second pick. I think you got to wait until your fourth round pick for that one. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, you know, a fine pick, a fine pick. Um, I I just I do love Shallow Hal. It has a lot of great lines. And um, I quote what's that the, movie what's a Costanza's, lot. What's Costanza's name in the uh, in real life? Jason Alexander. G- yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good at too. He has a little the toe issues. Everything bothers him a little bit. So, uh, yeah, a general good movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, just maybe a fourth round pick, not a second round pick. So <laughs> get off um, me, banana hands. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I got to win the draft somehow. I, last <laughs> time you and Tyler kicked my ass in this the Pixar draft, so I got to come up. You would have uh, been fine if you didn't have a sentimental pick. Correct, I agree. So um, this pick is also pretty damn good. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies. I watch it every 420 as well because it's just a very dumb comedy that deserves all the glory. It is Hot Rod with Andy Samberg. I, I, I love that. I love that so much. It's one of my favorite movies Dang. of all time. So dumb. So great. I should have uh, known. That's on the homepage too. I, that wasn't going to yeah. last for my next round. Yeah, it's a, a 39% on critic score, 64% in audience. So I want that audience score to be a little little higher. Neither in the 70s or 80s, but you know, it'll do. The uh, the world knows that Hot Rods are one of the the best movies out there for comedy wise at least of dumb comedies. So, yep, that's Hot Rod second pick. So, Mark, you now get two picks in a row. Wow. Okay, um, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up because I also felt a little bit dirty and cheap by just going with dumb comedies. So I'm actually gonna go back to back non comedies, and the first one is gonna be the Boondock Saints. Um, just just an absolute crime that its tomato rating is 25 percent, um, and its audience score is a 91 percent, which is much more indicative of like the quality and entertainment value of that of that film. Um, so I'm, I'm pleased that that Boondock Saints lasted until the second round because I thought one of you guys were going to sneak in and grab that from me. Surprisingly, I haven't seen the Boondock Boondock Saints, but I'll say this: I love a good pick when the when the rating from that that differential rating is so high, which that makes it a great sleeper pick in these later rounds. So I've heard a lot of good things of Boondock Saints, especially in the last year. I've heard it come out three or four times. Ooh, that, seems, seen it. that definitely seems like a Tim movie. Oh, so I should okay. I have, should I have watch to watch. It. Boondock Saints and uh, yeah, it's good. funny. I was watching a, an interview with William Defoe, and he's like, "I can, you know, I get people to come up to me all the time, but can I, I can always tell when a person comes up to me that they're going to say that they're a Boondock Saints fan." <laughs> I thought it was a TV show, but it might have been. I think you're thinking of the Boondocks. Yes, that's what I'm thinking about. Ah, okay, yeah. perfect. No, that's a great pick. Just based on the two critic scores, the differential is a perfect pick. So let's see your other non-comedy uh, pick you got. So, so this one, um, I don't know. I don't. Maybe you guys uh, are are familiar, and maybe you're fans. Um, Green Street Hooligans um, yes. is. I like that movie. What? Yeah, I, know, I get a lot of shit for it, but I do not like that movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm with you, Mark. Okay, good, good, good. So you guys are both familiar, and, and I got one fan and one one opposed. Um, guys, I was like cleaning like cleaning out some 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 stuff in the in the house the other day, and came across my like 
collection of 14 DVDs and <laughs> Green Street Hooligans is one of them and I couldn't get rid of it. It's It's got a place that it's near and dear to my heart. I, it like takes me back to college days. The movie is, I'm not even sure that it's a terribly good movie, but it's just yes. so fast with like the firms and European soccer and and who is it? It's Elijah Wood and who's the... Yeah, that? Elijah Wood, yeah. Um, um, terrible names. Yeah, so that's going to be my third round pick. What was the uh, critic score and an audience score if you do have it as well? I'm sorry. Um, critic score, 47. Audience score, 87. Okay. Yeah, so another one with a 40% differential. But obviously you're up there the 47, a little higher. But still, I mean, that's a yeah, 87% for audience score is always solid. So I love that pick. All right. So back to me. So this one is also not a good movie, technically. And um, – <laughs> well, like, hey man, it's just it's just a good it's still a good movie to me, but I know it's like wasn't made to be good. So my pick is Space Jam. Um, it's forty three percent critics, sixty three percent audience, and I did learn that pretty much this movie was was pretty much made to kind of cash in on uh, selling merchandise and selling things to the kids. And it wasn't really based on making a good movie. And Michael Jordan's not a good actor, but it just turned out <laughs> so well. Once I watch it on TV all the time. When it comes out, it's great. The new Space Jam 2 I'm excited for still, um, even though it's not you know, it's LeBron, but it's, you know, you like him now. He's, he's cool now. But Space Jam, that one is just like a, a classic kids movie. I can watch that with, you know, Anyone like you can watch with kids, you can watch with adults. It uh it plays for any time you want to watch it. All right, all right. Um it's not a dumb comedy, so I'm trying to that's what I try to change up a little bit. So I'm trying to figure out I was when I was going through all these lists, I was literally you could pick like an actor and go through their movies and just have a a field day with any of their movies that are rated fifty percent or lower. Like Will Farrell spends a lot of time in that neighborhood. Um, but unfortunately I was looking things I had written down were under 60% so I got to knock off some of those from my list Um, I'm going to go with uh, Waiting which I thought was a really funny movie Uh, I have a DVD for that have not seen it in a while but I thought it was a really entertaining movie it definitely made me treat every single waiter in my life you know with the respect they may or may not always deserve um, and I always tip well because I'm coming back. Um, yeah, there, there's there's two movies that I think made me think that people spit my food. It's it's waiting and Super Troopers. But that's more for a cop. Like hey, it's for a cop. Like what is spit my food? <laughs> Leader. So cool. yeah. Um, what what scores do you have for that movie? Uh, waiting is actually has a thirty percent um, critic score and seventy five percent with the audience score. Okay. So yeah. my final entry here, finally going with a eh, kind of non-comedy. Uh, I went with the Hitman's Bodyguard. I've kind of talked this up as if you like Deadpool. Um, shit, I just picked two Ryan Reynolds movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> weird. Um, so if you like Deadpool, this really has a lot of the same comedy and a lot of the same action in it that I think uh, it works. Um you can find any dumb action movie you want, probably that has a under fifty percent. But this one I thought was legitimately enjoyable, and I would recommend people to watch it. The, I think you like Ryan Reynolds as much as I like Brie Larson. We're, uh, we're almost to that point. No, Ryan Reynolds gets brought up a lot with you. I'm just saying it does get brought up, but there is a line, and you know I don't think I'm there yet. And I think that you've passed a couple episodes ago. <laughs> 
To be, one thing you did not notice last week in the shout outs, I did not mention Brie Larson. I did notice that because okay. I was going to call you out later. Like, hey, what uh, if this okay. is the one week she tunes in and you didn't shout her out? Yeah, that's no, I, wanted to, I wanted to see if it threw you off at all. But and okay, I'm glad you noticed it. It did, but I rolled with it. Um, okay, love it. Uh, it has a Hitman's Bodyguard has a 43% approval by the critics and a 67% uh, with audience score. Okay. Perfect. So I kind of want to pick a serious movie. Like everyone, you know, we're doing the serious thing here and there, but I think I can win the draft with this next pick if I really, if I really want to. So I'm here to win today. So I'm going with another comedy. So let me just make sure these rankings are all mad up. I want to make sure the differential ratio is pretty nice. And it is. It's very, very good. This has like about a 60% differential. Holy cow. 67. And I'm going with Grandma's Boy. Um, Grandma's Boy had a critic score of 16% and an audience score of 85%. Wow. Um, That is a shockingly low critic score. That movie just general fun. Dumb humor, like I said, just I can watch it whenever. I haven't watched it probably in like five years, but I can rewatch that and still laugh my ass off and have a good time with it. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy to pick this based on differential too between critics and audience. Um, just shows how uh, well it did for an audience uh, score too. So yeah. All right, Marty, okay. let's take her home. Have you guys have you guys used all four picks? We, we have. have. So the board is open. This is it. So, guys, um, I've got a few finalists. Um, I'm going to give shout-outs to them just so people, you know, in case people don't like my list, they can think like, oh, we had some other good ideas that came in fifth and sixth place. So, a couple of finalists I was thinking of, um, Beer Fest. So, I, that's a – Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's always been a favorite. And then one uh, one other one, um, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Um, the I don't know. Movie? What's that? With the ping pong movie? Uh, no, no, it's like a, it's like a par- parody, um, like parody uh, martial arts movie. Tungy. Isn't there a song in the movie or something like that? What am I thinking of? I'm not crazy. He's got like a special tongue, doesn't he? I don't know. I missed out on that one then. <laughs> but okay, so those I'm, I'm glad I didn't go with those two. I'm glad I didn't go with Kung Pao. What I'm actually going to go with, just to round out my choices, I had a couple of serious in there. I had the dumb comedy with McGruber. I'm going to round it out with a Mark special, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Guys, if, if, if I could do trivia, if I was to bet on myself to succeed in trivia on any, like, series or saga, it'd be Home Alone. It'd be the one that wow. I'm best at. Um, and so Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, uh, we got 33% critic score, 61% audience score. So not like the huge gap that Tim's yeah. looking for, but it's, 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 it's the pick that I need to go with. Trust me, my criteria is not the winning criteria by any means. It's the audience who <laughs> decide to win. I just have a I like like a thing I like. But I actually saw Home Alone two on Twitter recently today. Uh, they're talking about how he's lost in New York and like and like it's New York is pretty easy. It just streets up and down. Like if you're at eleven thirty third looking for twelfth and thirty second, go over one street and go up another three streets and you're there. Like what is it taking so long for you? So, <laughs> uh, so but yeah, the, the general they tweeted more than it was funnier with the tweet than I said out loud. But um, yeah, I like the <laughs> It's a good movie, and uh, yeah, I, li- I like it. More diverse than mine. Tim, what's your, I know you got mentioned, honorable Holy mentions. I know uh, you did. I'll, I'll tell you, my, my serious movie that I wanted to um, add was uh, thinking about was John Q. It's a 23% on critics, 78 in an audience. Nice. Uh, 
I want to give a shout out to the room um, for Owen. Uh, 25% <laughs> audience. Uh, Billy Madison was down there with 40 and 79. Yep. Other than that, I, I thought Couples Retreat is so low. It's 10%. Got a 39% audience. I know it's not one of my favorite movies, but it's... It's enjoyable. Doesn't deserve, it doesn't deserve a 10%. No. I'll, I'll tell you that. Like, what the hell is wrong with that? Uh, and yeah, and gro- Grown Ups also got 10%. So, little... Uh, well, that deserved it. <laughs> yeah, fair. Maybe not ten percent. I pronounce I pronounce you Chuck and Larry fifteen percent. So you went through Adam Sandler. I mean, you didn't list. Uh, I didn't pick any Adam Sandler movies. Did you, did you listed Billy Madison? Yes, as a notable. Okay. Yeah, that that was one that I had. I almost went with just two Adam Sandlers right off the top. Um, I had Mr. Deeds written down too because I always love that one. Yeah. Um, but if we were doing under sixty, Step Brothers is a fifty-five. Yeah, which would have been a major, like first round pick. Uh, outside of that, pretty much anything by Tom Cruise is under fifty percent. So you could pick <laughs> Top Gun if you wanted, or anything along those lines. But yeah, I felt bad. I looked up some movies, like thinking to be under, like oh maybe they will, and I felt like I was being disrespectful. Like I'm like oh I look, I look <laughs> like Toy Story, it's like ninety five. Like yeah, it was dumb of me to even think that it was a, <laughs> like a low movie. Like sometimes I don't know what the critics think though. The critics have weird minds, and I I can't read them all the time. So I was I was looking up good movies, and I'm like yeah, that's a ninety five again, hundred percent. Like I'm dumb for thinking it. So, um, but yeah, we will definitely do the opposite where we do any movie over ninety percent, and we think it sucks. So that'll be a we're just going to be a nice little hate week for us at one point. So <laughs> that'll be fun to do. So perfect. Uh, any more notables, Mark, you want to mention? No, thank you. <laughs> perfect. So we now move on and then we're also going to go on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any that we missed, let us know. Tell us on our social media pages. That was a good push or a good plug, Jordan, right? Oh yeah. I should uh, probably update those. Yes, there we go. Um, Jordan's been doing a good job. We did have the polls for Pixar and stuff, so that was fun. So we're now going to move on to a trivia thing that Jordan's hosting first, uh, me and Mark. So I don't know what's going to happen right here, but I'm uh, ready to go. Okay. I hope that you both are semi-aware of the TV series The League on FX. I'm more of a Home Alone guy. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm more of a Shrek 2 guy. But you've seen the show, correct? Yeah. Okay. As I thought, um, since Commissioner Mark is here, uh, we thought we would Dr. let him. Uh, sorry, Doctor Cor- Commissioner Mark. That's Correct. a mouthful. Um, <laughs> thought we'd do a little uh, <laughs> trivia. So I was trying to figure out the easiest way to do this, but I'm lazy. So we're just gonna go first to answer gets the point. So be on your toes here, gang. This is all about the league. All right, question one. Who played Taco's drug dealer, Chuck? It's, uh, I know his name. I don't know his name, though. You He's do. in all the movies, all the TV shows. He's uh, Dennis Feinstein. Can you accept that? No. Is that not the right answer? It's not the right answer. Uh, shoot. I was the drug dealer. Isn't isn't Taco Dennis Feinstein? No, that's not a, that's not no, right. Taco's yeah, the the white guy with the push the hair that goes over his face a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's Will Forte. I figured you might get that because you said I'm a big Will Forte fan and everything he does. Well, I, you paraphrase the last part of it, but <laughs> yeah, <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm a fan of the man, no one needs I don't know his stats. Like I could be a 
Andres Nocioni fan. I don't know know his points per game every year. <laughs> really good record, so All right. You hear that name come up when I joined the pod. Yeah. Zero to zero. Uh, question two. Uh, what is the name of the trophy that the winner earns? Shiva. All right. Point Tim. Mark, are you playing here? Yeah. Um, I know the show really well, so I'll probably get a lot more points. <laughs> <laughs> the loser right. is the Sacco. If that's the next question, I got it right already. It is not. Um, okay. How did the gang end up at the Cowboys training camp? Faked an injury. Faked a uh, disease. False. Uh, Five, four, three. Jerry Jones, they faked being a two, uh, relative. Jerry Jones. One. No, incorrect. They, uh, Taco accidentally registered the Dallas Cowboys domain name. Ah. So Jerry Jones had to try to buy it back. That's what close. bar does the gang hang out at? Gibson's. There you go. Jordan, do you want to know something funny? That That's not really a bar. Uh, no, but um, I saw trivia of the league FX, FXX, whatever, and I did some trivia online before uh, we get this tonight. Just to kind of, it's, it's studying. I don't, I don't know what questions. You're <laughs> I shouldn't have listed it because um, I, yeah, I stole all these questions from that list. Uh, I was, so, I was, I was so ready for trivia tonight. I'm seeing that you're up two to nothing, so we'll just do one more for fun and see if Mark will ever answer. Um, Are you sure that you, you have the count right? Two to nothing. Seems closer. Mark, I think at least one. We got the first Shiva. Who was the first NFL guest appearance? Oh, Chad Johnson. Incorrect. What was your answer? Chad Johnson. Uh, Rob Gronkowski. It was Antonio Gates. I said it right. I got it. You already had it. You already had a guess. Okay. I I had that reposition, so... Last one, just for fun, because Tim won this. Um, what did Taco name Jenny and Kevin's son? Nacho. Nope. Uh, some was it a penis joke? It is not. Okay. <laughs> then I then I have no idea. Oh, I thought you'd know Chalupa Batman. Oh, Chalupa Batman. Yes, All my right. favorite. Song. We're not, uh, we're not league savants here. I even did trivia tonight to do it, and I still can't get them right. So, um, <laughs> all right, I want to shout out uh, Step Brothers turning – oh, no, Superbad turning 13 years old a couple days ago. I'm going to shout out to sports because that's just what I do now. And I'm going to shout out Mark for his first appearance on our show. I think he did a fantastic job. Thanks, dude. Do I get some shout outs? You do. Yes, you no more than three. If you, uh-huh. if you do, more than three, you can never come on again. So be careful. Okay. Um, I'm going to shout out um, Corey Crawford, uh, best goalie in the world. He's going to get us a big W to, uh, tonight. Yep. Uh, I'm going to shout out to um, uh, Ian Happ for hitting a bomb. Uh, he's going to get us a W tonight. And I'm also going to shout out uh, Andy Castro, uh, the birthday boy. Oh, yeah. yeah I was going to say, way to go, Tim, for shouting out Super Troopers, <laughs> but not uh, an actual birthday. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That's, that's not me again. I've had a couple of bad uh, whoopsies in this episode, but uh, I'll come back stronger next episode, as always. You always do. 
All right, Jordan, finish this off with shout outs. Uh, I was also going to shout out Andy, and then I was going to shout out uh, Sabrina and Lindsay. Their birthdays are later this week. so Nice. Perfect. So A lot of Leos. That's it. Yes, lots of Leos. So like we say every episode, cue Chelsea Dagger. Goodbye, everybody. Guess what? I was secretly an undercover rock star this whole time. That was so bizarre. You can subscribe to Distraction anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you leave a review. Our voiceover guy still isn't getting paid. Wait, I'm not? By the way, are we going under 50% or just, you know, had a little green rotten tomato? I don't know what green rotten tomato means. Yeah, what are you talking about? So when you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it literally has... Can we do a 68%er? No. Well, no, there's like... The rules are very simple. What percentage do you have to be at before it gives you the rotten logo? 50 or below. That's not true. I think it's like 70, Jordan. Okay, so what are we... What is the cutoff? I have... (laughs) Is it 50? 50? That's fine. I just was like, oh... Here's the squishy thing. I, sh- I can pick anything that has a squishy next to it. Am I taking crazy pills right now? All right, fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah.